It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it's Anthony from Maze and Brew. Really quickly here, before you get into our latest episode, stop what you're doing and make sure you're subscribed to Maze and Brew Podcast and please leave us a five-star review. Here's what's going to happen. If you do this, you're going to get all of our shows sent right to your phone and in your pocket first before anyone else, before it goes up on the website, anything. Mason Brew is going to deliver you five podcasts a week, Monday through Friday, plus a post-game show after football and basketball games. So for your quickest analysis and instant Michigan-centric content, head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. Leave us a review and hey, tell your friends to stop by and subscribe too. No one else is doing this right now. We're excited to roll this out. So that's it. Let's get on to the show. Yeah. Welcome to Views from Stadium Boulevard from Maze and Brew on the SB Nation Podcast Network. I'm Harley Johnson. And I'm Hannah Harshi. And we are here with you on Sunday morning, heading into the Monday before Michigan football kicks off for the 2019 season. Um, we're super excited to be back and, um, honestly, even more excited for like the football to which we will be viewing in like (laughs) six days, everybody. This is honestly kind of surreal because I feel like we spent this whole season being like, do you want to record a podcast? And then we had nothing to talk about because football wasn't happening yet. So that's a good point. Here we are. This is the moment we've been waiting for. The origin story for the ages. Yes, exactly. Um, So this episode today is obviously our first episode back for football season, and we're here to give you guys sort of a crash course. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. Is this our first ever football one? On Maze and Brew, it is our first ever. Mm. um, Yeah. Good point. So, like, here we are. Yeah. (laughs) 
to reiterate. Hello, Miz and Brew. Um, so for this episode today, since it is our first episode ever with Maze and Brew talking about football, um, we decided we're just going to give you guys sort of a crash course. So especially because we're students and I know that like every Michigan student likes to watch Michigan football, but obviously there's a lot to follow in the off season and it can get kind of confusing. So this is sort of your basic rundown of everything you should know going into the football season so that during the season when you're watching the games, you feel comfortable and you feel like you know what's going on. Or you can, like, flex on your friends. Yeah, exactly. You can flex your football knowledge, thanks to us. <laughs> We're your inside source. We got you. Or maybe it's just, like, a way to get, like, hype for the season. Yes. Like, dust off all the old, like, stuff and get ready. Yeah. Because we got some stuff coming. I'm so excited. Okay. So, first off, I guess we'll just jump right into it. Um, we're going to give Harley and I each compiled a list of the top five players to watch this season. And it's not necessarily the, like, players that will make the biggest impact in the season mm-hmm. it's just the ones that like they they have some sort of storyline that you're going to want to follow during the season so for the first one I have my first player to watch is Jalen Mayfield who is a sophomore offensive lineman he will actually he's a redshirt freshman he didn't he redshirted last year and he will be playing right tackle um he's an important player to watch because last year we had Juwan Bushel Beatty at right tackle he vibed away so he's no longer with us and Andrew Stuber was supposed to be um replacing Bush Beatty like most likely it was sort of a position battle between um Jalen Mayfield and Andrew Stuber but Andrew Stuber took over for Bushel Beatty during the bowl game last year when Bushel Beatty was out so it was kind of projected that Andrew Stuber was going to start at right tackle but because Andrew Stuber is now out with an injury it's looking like it's going to have to be Jalen Mayfield starting at right tackle Um, which isn't the scariest thing ever. Jalen Mayfield's been in the conversation forever. There was talk at the beginning of last season that he could be contributing quite a bit as a freshman. So it's not like, oh no, we have Jalen Mayfield in at right tackle, but it's more like, oh, we really don't have a choice. Like we have Jalen Mayfield in at right tackle. We don't have anyone else. So, and especially because our O-line is sort of, um, kind of our prized possession this year in a way, one of our prized possessions, um, losing anyone on the O-line is kind of scary. So keep an eye out for Jalen Mayfield. And hopefully he'll be contributing a lot at right tackle. Yeah. And if you want to, like, flex on someone from the O-line, you can pick Jalen Mayfield because everyone else will know everyone else. That's a good point. Like, if you want to sound really smart in a conversation about football, <laughs> talking about an O-lineman is probably, like, the, that's, like, the most obscure position. So if you're like, I hope Jalen Mayfield plays well today, everyone will be like, wow, you really care too much about football. <laughs> um, so I had Josh Metellus. I know, like, in this, like, um, off season, especially like heading into like the spring game and like kind of like fall camp and that kind of, um, all those all those kind of vibes. Um, a lot of like talk has been surrounding Josh Metellus. He's entering his senior season. Um, he's our safety, most likely starting. Um, and if you're wondering like, whoa, what about like Dax Hill? I'm like, I'm sure he'll like vibe in there like somewhere, but like after like, I don't know, seniority will probably like reign champion and also like. I do expect Dax to, like, probably be, like, immediate impact, but, like, um, let's just, like, keep an eye on, on Josh Metellus. He's also one of our um, alternative captains on defense, so clearly, like, the guys themselves, like, see, like, his immediate, like, leadership and, like, how he'll, like, um, be a contributor to, like, our defense, which is, like, honestly our prize position. Like, I know, like, mm-hmm. our O-line is kind of our prize position, but, like, our defense has, like, notoriously been, like, 
prized possession. Okay, that's the thing, though, is that our defense is traditionally our prized possession. Mm. Every year we've been a student, our defense is kind of the only thing we've had going for us. So, like, technically we have two right now. So, like... Two defenses? No, like, two, like, prized possessions. Okay, but I would argue that our true prized possession is our wide receiver group. Okay, so we have, like, three prized possessions. I don't know, Harley. I'm not going to say that our defense <laughs> Maybe the is entire not... Michigan football team is a prized possession. <laughs> I'm going to say if you go by based on tradition, maybe our defense is our prized possession. But if you go based on, like, our depth that we have this year, our number one prized possession is receivers. <laughs> and then O-line is our prized possession only because we've traditionally had such a horrible yeah, O-line like... that, like, this year having actual, like, players that like we actually have an o-line <laughs> that's why i said it's our prized possession but no i see what you mean we have one of the best defensive coordinators in the universe so of course our defense will always be our prized possession um yeah so josh Metellus probably like flew under a lot of our radars um probably just because he was like given the like time on the field like that he was like given because he was probably the backup to tyree kittle so um that's just, like, is reflected in, like, the stats from, like, the previous season. So, um, I don't know. I expect, like, kind of, like, a big breakout um, for his last season, mostly because it's just, like, that, like, mentality of, like, this is my last go-round. I'll probably, like, head towards the draft. And um, so, like, now is the time. So mm-hmm. there's, like – and I think that's, like, kind of reflected in, like, what everyone's been, like, saying about Josh Metellus, so, like, to keep a watch out for him and, like – um, all the things coming out from, like, the spring game and, like, that kind of thing. Like, you can tell that he's, like, entered into that, like, state of mind already. So keep mm-hmm. an eye out for him. Yeah, he's, like, he's an upperclassman that we've retained on defense, which mm-hmm. we don't have many of those. And if he has a time to shine, it's this year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Josh Metellus, love you. <laughs> That's great, Han. <laughs> um, so my second player to watch is Will Hart which I don't have a huge explanation for this. He's our punter. He'll be a senior this year. And what I hear a lot of people say about punters is like, well, in special teams in general, is if you have an average special teams, like if you have an average punter or kicker, you won't really pay much attention to them, especially punter. Like you don't think about the punter that much um, until your punter is really bad. Then you think about them a lot. Or in the case of Will Hart, he's really, really good. One of the best punters in the country. But because he's so good, you don't notice him as much. So I say just, like, keep an eye open for Will Hart because he's he's a punter. He's really, really good. Um, and you don't notice how important that is until you, like, make note and tell yourself to keep an eye open for it. Uh, my next is um, Khalid Hudson, another member of our defense. Um, he's a linebacker, but he usually is in the, like, Viper position that we have become like famous for I guess um but yeah he's a captain so obviously um the guys on defense like see um equality and like change in like not really like character necessarily but like um this is kind of like be explained because his sophomore season was like um basically that like time where he like could see himself becoming like an all-american eventually um he had so in 2017, this is his sophomore year, he had 83 tackles, eight sacks, 18 and a half tackles for a loss, like those kind of vibes. But then his junior season, this past season, 2018, he had half the amount of tackles and only three and a half tackles for a loss. So like he definitely like took a huge step back. Um, but I think it's like kind of like the same mentality, like 
that I had for like Josh Metellus, like this is your last year, like you're going to the draft and now, now or never is the like mentality. So like, and obviously like he's probably made like huge like steps forward in terms of like just gaining that like respect to get him this um, ability to name himself a captain for his senior season. Um, And so like, I, I think just like putting full trust in like, obviously the team, because they're the ones that are like directly like there and like can witness all of this. And like, I take like a lot of comfort in um, just like that kind of, um, I don't know. I just like respect their, their um, decisions and um, I don't know whatever they're comfortable with I'm like all right if you believe it now I'm gonna believe it (laughs) so like you have like my back too well and also like I have your back not mine linebacker isn't necessarily a position group where we have a whole lot of depth this year so Mm -hmm. players like Kalik Hudson are going to have to have a huge impact otherwise we're just gonna fall apart so yeah he and it sounds like everyone's pretty confident in him so Yeah. yeah um my third player to watch is Tariq Black Um, This is probably a name that if you follow Michigan football, you've been familiar with for a while now. Mm. Um, He's going to be a junior this year, which is crazy. I don't know why that like all the other players. I'm like, yeah, they're allowed to age one year each year. But Tariq and like the rest of the receivers, I'm like, why do you keep getting older? (laughs) Um, But basically, Tariq Black's freshman year, which was the 2017 season, um, he and Donovan Peoples-Jones came in as these two little freshman receivers, and they were kind of like the talk of the town. <laughs> like, really every, yeah. yeah, everyone's like, these two freshman receivers are going to make a huge impact. Mm-hmm. And Tariq Black mm-hmm. broke his foot, so he wasn't actually able to play. And DPJ also um, didn't – he wasn't super impressive his freshman year, but that's not who we're talking about right now. Um, and so then he kept <laughs> – he was like, the return. He's number seven, so whenever he said the return, the T would be a seven – and he hashtag the return on everything because his foot was supposed to be better and he was going to start playing. And we were so excited last year that he was finally going to be able to play. And then lo and behold, he broke his other foot. I don't remember if it was breaking his foot, but it was feet injuries that he kept getting. So he wasn't able to play as much last year as he wanted to either. So this year, his junior year is really like, we're finally going to find out about Tariq Black, yeah. this top recruit from three years ago, who we've been so excited about for so long. This is his moment to finally like show like, we should have found out years ago if he was as good of a recruit as we thought he was, but this is the year we're actually going to find out. And we have a lot of, like, we have great receivers this year, so mm-hmm. it's not like we're necessarily relying on him, but if he breaks out and is a shining star the way we want him to be, like, that position group is just going to be absolutely insane. 100%. And that also can be contributed to my next person, but, like, everyone, if I don't know. I don't want to like assume that we all know this, but like Shea Patterson is here for his senior season. Why did I pick all like seniors? Apparently, um, oh no, <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> I didn't, but like the majority of them are. Um, so yeah, he's coming back for his senior campaign. Um, alternative captain as well. And if like you're confused and like disoriented from that, like I honestly think it's probably because like everyone just assumes that he's the quarterback, so he should have been a captain or whatever nonsense it is. But also like I don't think he has like any clout he's only been here for like two years and um yeah and also he was like an sec boy and so like yeah he transferred here from Ole Miss last year if you guys don't remember like last year was his first year at Michigan as a transfer so that's why he he's a senior but this is his second year here no me was just trying to rag on the sec for like 0.5 seconds but yeah oh okay so like (laughs) he's back um 
And um, I don't know. I think, like, having the shift in, like, um, how the offense is going to be run this year, like, will, like, cater towards, like, um, his play style that he's, like, been, like, comfortable with and, like, knows. And I think that, like, we'll go for the same thing, like, when it comes to, like, actually making, like, pass plays. Like, it'll be, like, nice <laughs> um, to have someone that can <laughs> throw the ball. <laughs> Imagine. Like... Ah, that I think yeah. great. So like I don't really have to like say a whole lot. Like we like appreciated like how he like worked like really hard to like fit the offense of last season, um, to try and like make it work the best to like the best of his ability. Obviously with like a sixty five percent completion rate, twenty two to seven touchdown interception ratio, like and he can like run the ball sometimes. <laughs> he ran yeah. for like four hundred and twenty five so, yeah. yards. So like I don't know. Well, definitely, I personally think we'll see, like, improvement on all of, like, those stats across the board, and, like, like I've been saying since we started this podcast, now or never, baby! Yeah, well, Shea Patterson, I think, uh, is person a person last year who kind of maybe took too much blame, because he came in super, super hyped up, because we had just been in desperate need of a star at quarterback, mm-hmm. and then he came mm-hmm. in. In like our offense, we didn't see much of a change in our offense. But I think most people who follow Michigan football pretty closely will say that's not Shea Patterson's fault. It's that like it was Shea Patterson who is probably a star coming into very much a Jim Harbaugh offense and with a new offensive coordinator this year. Hopefully, it will be a Shea Patterson and a Shea Patterson offense, and that's where we'll see him shining like a star. Hmm. So my next player to watch is Daxton Hill who is a freshman, he'll be a safety, potentially stepping in at corner if need be, but most likely safety. We have, I don't think we'll need him at corner. Um, So if you guys remember, if you follow recruiting at all, I don't follow recruiting super closely, but at the end of the semester last year when I was studying for my econ exam and like we were waiting for bowl season and like the regular season was over, there was nothing for me to do when I was taking break from studying except for following recruiting. And there was all this drama because Dax Hill was like our prized possession in our recruiting class. And then he flipped his commitment to Bama and it was the worst thing of my entire life because I was also like going to fail econ. And then, um, but then magically one day he came back to Michigan. So he's kind of just like this beautiful prize possession that we're like guys we have dax hill he's not going to bama he's coming here um and so he's a safety like i said and we'll see how much he contributes this year i think a lot of people are like really expecting him to contribute a lot as a freshman but i think that has more to do with the hype of his recruitment and how dramatic that whole story was that people like oh if that was that dramatic of a story definitely he'll be contributing this year but we do have josh metellus and brad hawkins at safety so for the first for the time being at least we probably won't see much of Daxton Hill but I wouldn't be too surprised if we start to see um him quite a bit towards the end of the season we'll see what happens but yeah he's definitely a player to watch if we see him vibe in towards the end of games or towards the end of the season more um definitely uh, cheer for him I guess (laughs) and flex it on Bama that's great we'll probably never see Bama to flex but it's okay if you happen to see like okay no no. (laughs) Okay, so the next one that I had was um, a freshman ooh, a slot receiver. Um, a lot of hype has been surrounding this kid. His name's Mike Sinistrom. Um, So, like, if you've been, like, following this, like, whole, like, speed and space, like, vibe, like, in general, like, if you follow, like, Michigan football on, like, any form of social media, you've probably seen this kid, like, heard his name, like, and, like, 
obviously like all of us are super intrigued like to see like how he's going to be like an immediate impact for our team and like i said it only brings like um star power to our like already like stacked like receivers core so like let's like get on this hype train like i am like let's go yeah and he will be a direct impact freshman as opposed to like a dex where we don't know what impact he'll have immediately um my fifth and final player to watch is mike dana who's a grad transfer from central um he's a defensive end so he'll be essentially here to replace chase winovich which everybody knows chase winovich was a huge part of our defense last year probably i mean i would argue he was more of like the emotional heart of our defense than Mm -hmm. anything else but so i don't know if mike dana can step into those shoes but in terms of actual position um He'll be a huge, huge contributor. Um, PFF ranked Dana at number 22 on their top 50 NCAA players to watch in 2019. So, like, he is a big deal, not just to us because we need that position, but just in general. Um, And he was an all-mid-American conference first team defensive player last year when he played for Central. We do have um, Quiddy Pay and Aiden Hutchinson at defensive end, so it's not like he's it's like he's our only defensive end thankfully but um Harbaugh did say that Dana is currently a starter so that is something you can expect going into the first game that Dana will be starting yeah my fifth and final player to watch is Zach Charbonnet he's a freshman running back running back is sort of the position where we're like almost like the weakest in terms of like depth mostly because we lost Grant Higdon to the draft and we lost well not really draft but yeah, I was like, wait, what? None doesn't make any sense. Um, he tried, but like that was the last time we heard of Quran. So, um, <laughs> no, I saw, I saw a video about okay, yeah, yeah. but like Chris guy. Evans is like academically like ineligible to play, so he's gone too. And so, like, now we're kind of like, okay, who's gonna be the running back? True Wilson's probably going to be the one that we're actually gonna see probably out on the field, but um, in terms of like hype and something to like look forward to, it'd be Zach Charbonnet. Um, if he doesn't have his energy injuries, which I'm pretty sure, like I read something that he's like good to go on that front. Like he could be a steamroller. So, and he's also just like a little bit bigger than like True Wilson. So like, it'd be it'd be great to see him out there. So yeah, yeah. Look out for those ten people. Yes. Okay, we will be back after this. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, so we're back. Um, the next thing we have on our little itinerary is we are going to talk about the top four things we're excited for this season. Um, so um, the number one thing that I'm excited for, and I think that in general the world is excited for, is that we have a new offensive coordinator in Josh Gaddis, and he's supposedly going to really modernize our offense because I think we've all been a little bit frustrated with uh, the Jim Harbaugh offense over the past couple of years. And um, I mean, it's just, it's been 
it's been a, a wild ride trying to see if we're ever going to escape the Jim Harbaugh type of offense. And hopefully in Josh Gaddis, we will see some major changes in how the offense runs. Uh, my biggest hope is that we will no longer see second and nine. And I mean, obviously, we will probably see second and nine occasionally. But just knowing that on a first down, I can't like it's not going to be Shea handing the ball off to Karan Higdon and then having him run it up the gut for like a one yard gain every single first down is just um that's kind of beautiful, and I'm excited. Um, mine is uh, the depth we have at quarterback. This is just really because of, like, if you think about it from, like, 2017 where our, like, dual threat was John O'Corn, Wilton Spade, like, it makes your stomach, like, flip over a bunch of times. But if you think about how going into the 2019 season, like, we have Shea Patterson and Dylan McCaffrey, both of them um, dual threat at quarterback. And, like, Jim Harbaugh has said, like, we'll probably, like, try and like work out a way for like both of them to see like a lot of playing time which is like super interesting um to say on like that front and like I feel like really like confident and comfortable having those two there Mm -hmm. and like I it's just gonna be like so much more like stress-free than like 2017 oh my gosh yeah so like goodness I mean we kind of had like the same kind of like idea like last year but like Dylan McCaffrey like broke his collarbone so like I forgot about that. Yeah, so now we have both of them. So, yeah, let's bet. Yeah, that's exciting. I mean, literally, like Dylan McCaffrey could probably be starting at most Power Five programs. So true. Um, okay, the second thing I'm excited. About, I forgot I wrote this. Um, I have this like sparkly face makeup stuff, <laughs> and I only wear it for football games because I don't know where else I would wear it, and I see it in my little pantry thing where all my makeup is every day so I keep looking at it and thinking I'll get to wear that during football season so I'm excited for that and I'm just excited to like go back and to like be in the like atmosphere and like vibe around like Ann Arbor on like game day like the nothing really beats the like first game of the season like when you finally get like let back into like the big house I mean, like, I guess if you, like, illegally sneak in, then, like, it's probably, like, loses its luster. But, like, for me, like, (laughs) it's, um, like, you know when, like, you walk in and, like, you finally, like, break through to, like, where you can see all the seats and, like, the field. Like, it's just, it literally takes your breath away. And, like, I'm really excited for, like, that um, basically every week for the next, like, few months here. So, I'm excited. My heart just skipped a beat. Um, I'm excited to have an O-line. Uh, coming <laughs> off of my freshman Retweet. and sophomore years where our quarterbacks just kept breaking every game because we had no offensive line, um, we are projected to have Har- definitely Harbaugh's best O-line yet. And then probably one of the best O-lines in the country if um, all goes according to plan, which is absolutely surreal considering I've never seen at my time as a student here in Michigan have a- any sort of competent O-line. No offense to former O-line, and you guys are all great. But we're looking to have... I feel like we had, like, one out of, like, the five. Yeah. We'd we'd have, like, one. And I mean, like, last year's O-line wasn't, like... We're returning most of them. Yeah. So we have John Runyon Jr., who's a fifth-year senior. We have Ben Bredesen, who's a senior. Cesar Ruiz, who's a junior. Michael Nguyenu, who's a junior. And then Jalen Mayfield, like we mentioned, is a redshirt freshman going in for Andrew Stuber. So... Right tackle is really the only position where it's a little bit iffy, but I think, like, I'm not concerned. No. Yeah. I'm also excited for that for, like, the first time ever. And it's, like, it's, like, weird as, like, a Michigan fan base to be, like, excited about the offensive line for, like, the first time ever. Yeah. (laughs) Um, For me, I'm, like, well, it, like, I guess I always picked, like, everyone that was a senior. Like, Hannah and I are also seniors. 
I won't tell you how many times I've been a senior, but <laughs> I am also a senior. And um, I think just like that aspect to it, like I am looking forward to it. It's like kind of like their last run and also like it's like our last year being there too. So like I'm gonna cry. I don't know. I'm here for the sentiment, man. Yeah, definitely. Um where did my list go? Oh, okay. And the final thing I'm excited for is the receivers. Uh if oh, you guys know me, so I am obsessed with yeah. our receivers and I think we're gonna be like throwing the ball to them more. So we're gonna have even more emphasis. And be able to catch it too. Yeah. Oh my that's, gosh. That's the, that's the key. Thing. That's like, the key. They're gonna be able to catch it this time. It, but also like some more emphasis on the slot. So we'll be able to see like Mike Sanders still a little bit. But mm-hmm. also like DPJ, Cute. Nico, and Tariq and Ronnie Bell. Like those are four of the best receivers in the country and we have them all like I swear if we don't like I I don't know I'm so excited that's I when I picture this football season I picture Shay like throwing the ball to like DPJ oh my gosh okay I can't wait speaking into existence yes. okay and my final thing is seeing um <laughs> Michigan basketball in this <laughs> just living their best lives and bringing all the like joy and the vibes and support for like the football team yeah, because we love Michigan basketball. We love Michigan basketball. Yeah, maybe what I'm most excited for about football is that it means basketball is sooner. That's also really true. Yeah. But I, we love football. Like, don't get us wrong. Um, we do. Speak for yourself. We really do, though. Football takes a lot of emotional energy it for really, me. I'll it's just like say a that. Di- it's like a different level. It's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. love-hate relationship. It's like the love. Yeah. Okay, so um, now we have the top three things we're nervous about this season. Um. My number one is that we are kind of losing the heart and soul of our defense, which has been kind of our consistent, like, our defense has been really, really good the past mm-hmm. couple of years, and we usually accredit that to our defensive coordinator, Don Brown, but also we have to realize that last year with Devin Bush and Rashawn Gary and Chase Winovich, like, that those are three players who are kind of hard to replace, particularly Devin Bush, mm-hmm. I think. Um, He's a big one for me, too. Yeah. Um. So... We do have, starting at linebacker, we'll have Kalik Hudson, Devin Gill, and Josh Ross. And Don Brown is really, really high on Josh Ross. So hopefully he'll be able to kind of step into the shoes of, like, Devin Bush. But we'll see. And then at defensive end, we have Quiddy Pay, Aiden Hutchinson, and Mike Dana. So when I hear those names, I feel a lot better. I'm like, oh, those are players who have really high ceilings and could contribute a lot. But it's just a matter of, like, okay, what about right now? Are they ready right now? And I guess we'll just see. Mine just seems like bizarre as a number one, but I'm like, <laughs> apparently, like I'm just really nervous about Tariq and is breaking his feet again. <laughs> so obviously, he needs a lot more calcium, and like we have oatmeal. We do, Tariq. But like, like, if you want oatmeal, it might be an NCAA violation. But like, we can give you some. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, we'll <laughs> make sure it's not an NCAA violation. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if it's like a really like big concern I just want him to have a touchdown that's just kind of it mostly because like the last like two that he's attempted to get have been like called back and like I know like he'll probably be like frustrated in that sense because he's like I keep breaking my feet and also my touchdowns keep getting called back but like I feel like the mentality of like being like I don't know the third one out basically in like this like receiving group like I don't know it, it would probably be like frustrating for him so like I don't know. I'm nervous. He keeps getting unlucky breaks. But yeah. Yeah. Not unlucky breaks. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the second. Don't thing... break your feet. Yeah. Tariq... Stop it. 
yeah, literally, please just stop it. Um, the second thing I'm nervous about is our depth at running back, which the more yeah. I think about it, the less I'm concerned because I hope, hopefully, hopefully we will not be emphasizing running back as much mm-hmm. as we have the past couple of years. Um, it's hopefully. also just one of those things that you can just like plug in and it'll be like, it'll be like, okay, if it's not like, you don't a need a five star. star. Yeah. Like, yeah. It'll yeah. Be like, okay. It just won't be spectacular, but I don't really know if you can say it's pretty but I'm like just the fact that like Karan Higdon and Chris Evans, like you heard their name every two seconds the past couple of years because so we did just rely so much on our running backs to the point where they like kept breaking. But um, weirdly enough, even though we don't have an incumbent this year, Josh Gaddis in a press conference said that uh, running back is our position group, our deepest position group, which I think is so bizarre because I'm looking at our different position groups and I'm like, you mean our like least deep, our shallowest position group? But so we have. True Wilson, who played a little bit last year, then Christian Turner, Zach Charbonnet, Hassan Haskins, and Ben Van, ben Van Sumeran, all of which, particularly Zach Charbonnet, could be really, really great one day. But like I said, it's a matter of, yes, they could be great one day, but like, who's great now? And I guess we'll just find out. Um, the next thing I'm nervous about is Ohio. I don't really have to explain that. Yeah. The next thing I'm nervous about is crying a lot in the big house because it's senior year and I've mm-hmm. already cried like multiple times thinking about how it's senior year so yeah (laughs) (laughs) and um my last one is just kind of like the week one like jitters kind of deal like we're implementing like a new offense but I'm no like for like the guys like it's like something that they like saw in like high school and like that kind of thing they're like kind of comfortable like with the way it will be run this year but like for most of like the first games of like week one like it's just like this weird stress because it's like I don't know we've been gone for so long and like I know they're excited to like show us what they've been doing but like I guess like I take comfort in this year only the reason why and like no no shade to middle Tennessee but like we love middle Tennessee yeah like we love them a lot (laughs) um but like I it's just so much mm, so much nicer to like have them as like week one instead of Notre Dame so like I'm, but I'm still, like, nervous about that. Like, I I know, like, we have all this hype surrounding them right now. And, like, I'm just, like, nervous that, like, when it isn't, like, immediately, like, an immediate change. Because I feel like it will take, like, a minute for them to do that. Like, we're all going to get frustrated and, like, bitter. And I'm, like, I don't want that, like, negative energy. Like, let's just, like, see how, like, this unfolds. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like. Definitely. I yeah. almost guarantee you I will not be happy after the Middle Tennessee State game. Mm-hmm. because I'll just be like no I wanted more like I like yeah they, like a lot of us will probably be like that yeah so I will never forget you calling me during the Notre Dame game last year and you're like they said we were gonna have an O-line and we have no O-line where's our O-line and I'm <laughs> like oh my gosh if that happens again this year you see like I don't want that again yeah exactly but it'll probably happen so like keep your expectations low even though they've been trying to like gas us up for the last like two months yeah I almost wish they never told us that they hired Josh Gaddis and then we go in in the first no, no, no. game I wanted to like... I still wanted to know that <laughs> but like they've been really trying to like hype us up for like the last like forever <laughs> really have. and like just keep our expectations low because we're the Michigan fan base like we're just gonna be petty and like bitter like no matter what you do so like keep the expectations low so we'll be like wow this is amazing there's Instead of being like, wow, you didn't measure up to everything you've been saying for the last few months. And then nothing's different, blah, blah, blah. And like, you know what I'm saying. Anyways, let's mm-hmm. move on. 
Yeah. There's only one thing that Keep your they can do. And we won't find out till the end of November if we're going to be happy with them. Okay. It's very true. So now we have, on our countdown, we have two reminders going into the season. One, bring your ticket. Two, bring your M card. Boom. Okay. Unless you're not a student, then you don't need an M card. Just bring your ticket. Yeah. Or, like, don't bring your ticket, but then you won't get into the game. So, yeah. Bring your ticket. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now we both have our hottest take going into this football season. Would you like to go first? Or would you like me to go first? I don't care. Okay, so my hot take is pretty crazy coming from a Michigan fan, but I think that Shea Patterson is going to throw the ball on a first down, but I won't believe it till I see it. <laughs> on, like, multiple first downs or, like... Like, just one. Or, or one. Okay. I'm just going to... I want to see one time where they don't run it up the gut on a first down. I'm just kidding. They, they I, I, that is sarcasm, by the... Like, that's hyperbolic. Obviously, they didn't th- run up the gut every single first down of last season, but sure felt like it. Um, I'm sorry we're going to end on a bitter note here, but my hot take is that we're going to lose to Ohio and be one of the first two teams out of the college football playoff. And that's like, let's go. I'm not meant to be pessimist, but like I've seen that's just the trajectory we're on. And I'm, I don't know if that's a hot take. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like honestly like not a hot take at this point, but I honestly believe we're going to lose to Ohio. Yeah. And we'll probably, yeah, we're. <laughs> We're going to be, like, in contention to be in the college football playoff probably the mo- majority of the season, and then we'll fall off of it yeah. and lose our bowl game. I feel like most, like, most Michigan football people are like, hot take, Shea's getting injured in the second game, and then Dylan McCaffrey's coming in, and he's going to ultimately win the Heisman, and we're just like, then he might throw the ball at some point. <laughs> Someone might catch it, too. <laughs> okay, so thank you guys for listening. Um, So you can find... Okay, we have, like, a lot to go over here. My, okay, me, Hannah, my Instagram and Twitter. Instagram is Hannah.Harshi, H-A-N-N-A-H dot H-A-R-S-H-E, and my Twitter is Hannah Harshi. Then Harley. Uh, You can find me on Insta and on Twitter, both at Harley underscore Johnson X. And then the podcast, separate from the hosts, also has an Instagram and Twitter, and its Instagram is Views from Pod. Its Twitter is also Views from Pod. (laughs) and and follow mason brew on instagram and twitter at mason brew and like us on facebook and so that's about it for today don't forget to subscribe and leave a review for all of our shows and content content um you get your podcast by searching mason brew on apple Podcasts, google play spotify you can go directly on the mason brew website as well um yeah i guess we'll See you, catch you around. See you on Saturday. (laughs) And tomorrow they'll have an episode of Brewcast on, so make sure to keep an eye open for that on Tuesdays. And go blue. And go blue.